Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, are you looking for inspiration? If so, you just found it. The Intentionally Inspirational Podcast exists for the purpose of motivating people with stories, thought-provoking conversation, and through interviews with aspiring entrepreneurs and professionals. What can I say? Positive energy is healthy, addictive, and contagious. So collectively, we can make a significant impact on business and the world. Now for your host, with an endless need for change and comic relief, Jason Wright. What's up, everybody? This is Jason Wright, your host. Got some great news to start the show off with this week. I just found out earlier this week that we made iTunes' new and noteworthy list for podcasts in the self-help category. Uh, That's a really big deal because for all new podcasts, you get an eight-week window to try to reach that new and noteworthy list, um, which iTunes picks the people that goes there. Uh, Their criteria is not specifically outlined anywhere, but you have to meet minimum requirements to even be eligible. So... It's a reaffirmation for me that I'm doing some things well, and it's a great uh, opportunity for new listeners to find us as well, so very exciting. Before we get into the interview today, I want to quickly tell you about Audible. Audible is our affiliate sponsor, and what they'll do for you is give you a free audiobook in a 30-day trial simply by going to our affiliate link or to the Audible badge on our website. So the affiliate link is audibletrial.com backslash inspire, or if you just go to the badge of the website and click it, you can sign up. And what that'll do is it'll give you a choice of audiobook. There's 180,000 titles, and you can enjoy that, and you can cancel before the 30 days if you want or keep it going. makes no difference to me. But if you guys sign up, they will give 15 bucks to the show for each person that signs up, which is great. helps us keep things running and paying for what we do. So... Today I'm going to be talking to a good friend, Stacy Van Zant, about what inspires her, what she's up to, and I'm certain that you'll get some value out of that as well. So let's listen in and uh, hear what Stacy and I had to talk about. Today I'm talking to a good friend of mine, Stacy Van Zant, and let me tell you a little bit about Stacy. She has a master's degree in social work. She's a licensed clinical social worker, a licensed clinical addictions counselor a certified health and wellness coach through Well Coaches School of Coaching, and she also owns her own business called Living Mindfully, LLC. Stacy, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, before I ask my first main question, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Hope you're ready for it. Okay. So you're a clinical addictions counselor. I think I need help, and you might be able to help me. <laughs> okay. I find myself thinking about my headset and my microphone all the time, and I don't know how to stop. You got any suggestions for me? Um, that's actually more like OCD. <laughs> but lucky for you, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I can help with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I appreciate you rolling with that. So I shared a little bit about you with the listeners. Uh, what else should we know about you? Um. Well... I am actually um, actually just paid for the class today. I'm going to be working on expanding my practice to also incorporate personal training. So my hope is to include kind of like a mind-body connection. Wow, um, very nice. So, yeah, hoping to make it come full circle. 
Wow, that's really, really cool. So let me ask you, uh, how long have you had your business now? Oh, gosh. Um, I originally started under my own name back in 2010, but then became an LLC in, I believe it was 2012. Wow, has it been that long? Yeah. And I've worked up from being part-time to now I kind of have my full-time gig here. Well, that's awesome. So tell tell me what what you thought about, because I'm a, uh, I guess, a hopeful, aspiring entrepreneur myself, as you know, but tell me what kind of happened or what point you reached working for somebody else full-time where you said, you know what, I think I, I might want to do something on my own. Kind of walk us through that a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess I would say there's been a part of me at all times that has wanted to work for myself. Um, just kind of watching my grandpa, which you know my grandpa, Dallas Packer. I do. Um, hardest working man in Morgan County. Yeah, he's incredible. Um, he is. He is. He's awesome. Um, but growing up and watching him have his own business, even though it's a much different business than what I have, um, he's really inspired me to want to make my business my own. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's kind of been always. Very nice. Well, when you have that influence young, uh, it's, you know, it's more normal to you. It's part of your life growing up and I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing with my kids, but I guess time will tell if that, uh, if that works or not. So, mm-hmm. uh, so the next question I, I'd like to ask is, you know, what motivates you and, uh, what inspires you to push yourself? You touched on that a little bit. Help us really understand what makes you tick. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess I would say just really wanting to help other people better their lives based off of what they see as getting better, you know, so not pressing upon my own agenda to them, but helping them to identify for themselves what is their goal, what do they want to do in order for their life to be happier and healthier, and then what can I do to maybe help them reach those no, that's 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 awesome. That's beautiful. It's very well said. Now, do you just work with clients in a face-to-face environment, or have you gone online as well? Uh, with my private practice, I just do face-to-face. Okay. Um, but I actually have a few contracts where I work with some other companies to do some online counseling as well. Okay. The reason I asked, I was getting ahead of myself a little bit, but I'm thinking, you know, we're going to talk about your business and share your, your web address and that type of thing with our listeners. And I'm thinking if there's somebody in, you know, North Carolina that hears what you have to say and they want to work with you, do you have a, a plan or an option to do something like that through your own private practice? Not through um, the mental health aspect because, um, which actually it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because they're really tightening up on, um, regulations as far as what you can and can't do online from a mental health practice. Okay. Um, now the health and wellness coaching where we're just focusing on kind of like setting goals and, you know, looking at eating habits, um, as far as like, you know, how do I explain it? Kind of just an everyday living kind of aspect. Okay. Then you can do that. But when it gets into the counseling piece of it, um, we're using cognitive behavioral theories or um, 
uh, different kinds of specifics when you're um, connecting with the client. You have to have a license within the state the client is in. Okay. So it kind of reminds me of the mortgage industry. You got to be licensed in the state that you're working in or selling in. So that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm actually currently with one of the, the companies that I do online counseling with, they're actually working with me to help me get credentialed in New Jersey. So I will hopefully be soon um, serving the people of New Jersey as well. Nice. Well, what I'm hearing you say is growth all the way around. So that's always a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Well, I like what you really said about basically your your inspiration, your point in doing all this is to help other people and inspire other people and make a difference in their life. You know, I'm really trying to do the same thing in a little bit different way with the same basic core purpose. And, you know, I think you'd agree there's not enough of that in the world. And if you can impact one person, you never know how many they'll impact. So I think it's a win for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you're doing the podcast. Um, because it gives people a place where they can listen to other people who are kind of like-minded. You know, if you want to feel pumped up or you want to hear what others are doing to help inspire them so that then you can then spark more ideas, then you can come to the podcast and get a bit of a flair for that. So I love that you're doing it. I appreciate that. When I first started, as you may or may not know, I was just merely talking about topics, almost like what I would write a blog about. And then what I quickly figured out is people don't really care to hear what I have to say so much. So I got my <laughs> wife on there, and then everybody's like, oh, God, Carmen, you're you're great. This this should be your show. And I'm like, wait, that's not good for me. So I need to put her in there sparingly. And then I thought, you know what? I want to interview people from all walks of life. They may be entrepreneurs. They may not be but they've got to have something about them or about their aura that's kind of inspiring. And there's a lot more value, like you said, for listeners hearing a variety of people talking, not just me. So I think I we're he- yeah, I think we're headed in the right direction. We'll see where it goes. Um, so you've done a lot of things for your business and a lot of things in school as well. And as an employee, I imagine it also. What would you consider your greatest challenge in your working life thus far? And how'd you overcome that? Oh, gosh. I would say... Definitely the number one thing I've struggled with the most is finding that work-life balance so that I'm not just constantly working, working, working. I make time for my family, my friends, and really for my own mental health to be able to, you know, remember that we work to live, not live to work. Absolutely. I struggle with that horribly as well. I actually... Um, have some apps and some tools that I've purchased and downloaded to keep me more organized and better with time management. But the problem is I don't use it half the time. So I still fall into that same cycle of uh, uncontrolled chaos. So it's really, really hard. Uh, you know, I, you're really speaking my language. It's really hard for me to, to balance, uh, to even achieve balance at all. So mm-hmm. I can relate to that. And actually that, you know, it kind of hints at the name of my business living mindfully. I do a ton of mindfulness meditation with clients. Um, and there for a while, I was actually doing a mindfulness group, which I'm hoping to start back up in August. Okay. Um, but where you go through and you just really kind of focus on putting yourself in the moment with what is around you non-judgmentally on purpose. 
Okay. And so really engaging all of your senses. And I have several different exercises that I'll go through with clients to really help engage those senses so that they can really get that rich experience of that particular moment. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Awesome. I like the name of the business too. It has a, even though I totally, or totally, even though I didn't fully understand what it meant per se, just the title in itself, even without me knowing, is kind of soothing and welcoming at the same time, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. That's what I was going for. Well, I think you hit the home run there for sure. What <laughs> what golden nuggets, so to speak, uh, would you like our listeners to take away from your story? I mean, you've got a lot of great things that you've done and you're doing. What real takeaways would you want to drive home for them? I would say I love quotes. I have tons of quotes in my office and then I have a whole book of quotes. And one of my favorites actually comes from the movie Grumpy Old Men, mm-hmm. which I love. I love that movie. If anybody wants a good laugh, it's a great movie. But the thing she says to him is the things in life we regret the most are the risks that we didn't take. And anytime you go out on your own, and especially for me, it's always a risk to take that kind of leap of faith to go out on your own. Um, and it's definitely a risk that I'm glad I took. So, you know, that is probably the golden nugget that I would give to someone else. I think it's beautiful advice because, as you know, I've taken a, a leap myself. And you know what? Win, lose, or draw, at least I'll know what happened. I won't have yeah. to wonder what if, you know. I love playing the what-if question game for my, my own entertainment, but I don't like to play the what-if game in my real life as far as you know, not doing things because I'm crippled or paralyzed by fear. So that's uh, I can relate to that very well. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about your greatest success that you've experienced in your working life, and this could be you know, as an employee in school or with your business, and walk us through the steps you took to reach that milestone. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say probably the biggest success was actually figuring out how to get out on my own and then reaching out to clients, finding a way to market myself, which really I found through doing this since on, you know, 2010, even though I started out part time, mm-hmm. that really the, the best way of marketing is by word of mouth. So what I've really tried to do is just, you know, with each client, making sure I'm present in that moment with them so that they're getting my full attention and the best, you know, help that they can get in that moment that they're in my office. So I think being able to just really put your best foot forward is that best key to kind of helping to build what it is that you're building. So um, does that answer the question? Yeah, I believe so. And what I what I hear you saying in my mind, it translates to this, but it's all about building and maintaining relationships. And that's exactly yeah. what you're doing. And it's it's so powerful. You know, when you first get going with anything, you may talk to one person, then two, and it's like, man, this is never going to uh, spread. But, you know, if you think about the eight degrees of separation, you know, so many people know each other that you don't think you know each other. You just have, I mean, social media is a great example, you know, Facebook specifically of that. So uh, every interaction is very valuable and you never know how far it will reach. So that's beautiful. Absolutely. So there's people listening right now that uh, I assume, I don't know, but I assume 
that hear what you're saying and you know are inspired by it and ask themselves the question, how could I have a breakthrough like Stacy had? What advice would you give them? Well, I would say, especially if you're in the mental health field, um, looking into what it would take for you to get your credentialing done in the state that you're in in order to get handled with insurance companies and different things like that, but also um, connecting with your governing body. So like for me, I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the governing body, so to speak, is the NASW, National Association of Social Workers. So getting connected with them so that you have someone to help kind of hold you accountable to the standards and ethics um, is always changing and being sure to get um, your insurance through them. So that is probably the very first two steps that you'd want to take. Gotcha. Okay, that's uh, that's good stuff for sure. Um, this might be a tough one for you. What, what's your number one professional goal that you're currently working on, and how do you plan on getting there? And when I say number one goal, I'm talking kind of a very specific drilled down thing. Because I know that you're trying to grow your business and some of the other things that you're doing, but specifically within that realm, what's the, the fine-tuned one point that you're working towards? Mm-hmm. Well, my hope is that through getting the personal training certification to add to um, my, my skills, I'm hoping to be able to better connect the physical body and mental health for my uh, personal clients. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that a lot of times um, when people come in and they say, oh, you're a health and wellness coach. Well, you know, I need to lose weight and I need to stop eating junk food. And how do I do that? And so what my focus is going to be is helping with the mental health part of it to look at there are no good or bad foods and really to focus on finding balance. But then to also be able to incorporate how do we help keep our body strong? How do we feed ourselves so that we know we're getting enough nutrients? So it's not about starving ourselves. It's about finding balance in life to be the healthiest person we can be. So that's really kind of my my fine-tuned focus because I, as I've opened up to the health and wellness world, I've had a lot of people focusing only on weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. And there's so much more to being healthy than that. Now, that makes a lot of sense, and what I was thinking about is not only can you serve existing clients you know, on a, a broader spectrum of services, but you also are going to probably appeal to brand new types of clients as well. Mm-hmm. So, And an idea I had about that weight loss example, if you have anybody that says, I need to stop eating junk, give them my address, have them drop it off at my house, and me and my people will take care of that for them. I'm sure my husband would be glad to meet you at your house. <laughs> I don't know why, but a big old pile of cookie dough sounds really good right now. <laughs> yes, I remember those college days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun stuff. Well, what, what inspires you about other people? Uh, it doesn't matter who you are or what level of excess you have achieved. I believe everybody has to be inspired by, by somebody. So who inspires you? Well... I would say anybody who's high energy, 
um, and motivated tend to inspire me. But the two that inspire me the absolute most, I would say the first one is my grandpa that I mentioned earlier. And then the second would probably be my dad. My dad's a really hard worker. Um, and, you know, he recently had had some heart issues, had a heart attack and has come back from that and back hard at work and does everything he can for his family. So his values are really what inspire me. Yeah, and I actually, for the listeners, I actually know Stacy's uh, family, and her dad, on top of all that, is always just a very upbeat dude, always smiling, great sense yeah. of humor. That's probably where she gets it from, but uh, two great people there for sure. They're awesome. Yeah. Fear. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. I was just saying, absolutely. How <laughs> dare you, Stacy? This is my show, <laughs> not yours. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Just kidding, just kidding. All right. Fear is an inevitable part of our lives. Uh, how do you overcome your fear? Oh, gosh. Well, that's a really great question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think there's, like you said, all kinds of different types of fear. Um, I think the fear of risk. I was able to get past with the support of my husband. Um, I haven't given him a shout out yet. So let me give him a shout out. Um, my husband, uh, Jeremy, we call him Jay Shable. Um, he really stood behind me when I wanted to do my private practice. And he is the one person who really pushed me to move forward when I was kind of scared to do it. Well, not kind of. I was. I was here to do it. And he pushed me, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's one example of how I would get past you. Okay. That's awesome. I'm a, a friend of Jay as well and also the president of his personal fan club. So, hello, Jay, <laughs> if you're listening. Thank you for being born, sir. <laughs> Uh, what are the most impactful words of wisdom that you have ever heard? Now, you mentioned earlier that you like quotes and you like you know inspirational, motivational quotes and things like that. Uh, it could be something like that or it could be something that somebody said directly to you. Hmm. Let's see. Let me think on that one. That's a really good question. And I'm looking at all my quotes in my office right now. Um, one of them just reminds me of an R. Kelly song, so I'm not going to throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want to sing it for us, I'll attempt to back you up vocally. No, no, I think I, I, I think the listeners would appreciate me passing. <laughs> They're going to be like, um, unsubscribe. What is this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would I would have to say when I think back to people who have influenced my life, um, Dr. Sullivan at the School of Social Work. Um, He's a very inspiring guy. And one of the things that he said to me when I was talking with him one day about wanting to eventually do this someday, he had said to me, because I said, I was, you know, what if I get into social work and I can't pay my bills? Because social workers are not rich people by any stretch of the imagination. And he looked at me and he said, do what you want to do and the money will follow. And, you know, I've found that to be so true because when you put your heart and soul into something, you find a way to make everything work. You know, you don't have to have tons of money to get a business started. You don't have to have tons of money to be happy um, or even to be successful. And that has been something that I have really held on to to keep myself going. 
No, that's that's great advice. And you know, Steve Jobs of Apple uh, said something very similar. And and I think what your professor and Steve both said is is basically this: if you follow your passion and you make that your work, uh, your passion will make you push through the the downs and the the tough times and the hurdles. If you do something strictly for money, you're going to give up when times get tough because it's just not interesting to you anymore. It's boring. You know, this isn't working. I'm moving on. So. Um, yeah. I think that's great advice. So mm-hmm. awesome. Absolutely. Well, uh, I don't know how much of a reader you are, but since you're the unnamed person that gave me the <laughs> book, The Magic of Thinking Big by Dr. David J. Schwartz back in yeah. December, I've mentioned that yeah. a few times. I assume that you're was right your here. Christmas present from me. It's yeah. been great. That book's made a big <laughs> impact on me and I talk about it a lot. I've actually even considered narrating pieces of it on the show once in a while because if, if people awesome. haven't heard it, I want them to hear enough to say, you know what? I want to get that. And maybe they'll get it on audiobook through my Audible link. Who knows? But anyway, what's another book title that you would share with the listeners that they should check out for a uh, you know, self-development-themed book? Um, well, currently, I'm reading The Happiness Project. Um, I can't remember the author, but if you Google it, it'll come up with a light blue-colored book with yellow writing called The Happiness Project. Okay. Um, and actually, it was suggested to me by some of the coaches that I work with um, at one of my online companies that I contract with um, called Vida, V-I-D-A. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the coaches there had read it and were putting together some different tip cards for our clients. And um, I've been going through and reading that. And it, it actually is a pretty motivational book. It helps kind of organize your mind, organize your life and um, get focused. So that's been a good one. Very nice. Very nice. Well, if you've made an impact on somebody listening today and they said, you know what, I want to reach out to Stacy and ask her a question or connect with her on social media or something like that, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Um, you can always email me at Stacy, S-T-A-C-I, Van Zant, V-A-N-V-A-N-T, L-C-S-W, at gmail.com. Um, or you can just call me directly at 765-315-9977. I also have a Facebook page for Living Mindfully. Um, so it's Living Mindfully LLC for Stacey Van Zandt. And I do have a website. It is kind of a long one. It's Living Mindfully with Stacey Van Zandt, LCSW.com. Good Lord. I know. It's, it's forever long. <laughs> wow. Well, here's the good news. I have a section on my homepage, uh, intentionallyinspirational.com, called the Must Read Show Notes. So this will be episode 14. In those show notes, I'll put all of your contact info with a nice convenient link for awesome. our listeners. So it'll say website, and they'll click it, and it'll take you to your website. So I, will, I love Yeah, you. I'll make that, uh, make that easy for them. Uh, I certainly appreciate your time today. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Thanks for having me. No problem. All right, we are back to the show. Hope you guys enjoyed that. As always, I uh, had a great time with it, and I look forward to each and every interview because I know they're going to be very unique and unpredictable in some ways. I I should really make an outtakes episode. So if you guys could hear some of the conversations I have with the guests before and after recording, it's really, really funny. And I usually, obviously, I always cut them out, but sometimes when I'm, 
listening to him, I forget what we talked about, and it's really funny stuff. So maybe that's something we can look forward to once in a while as a kind of an outtake show. So uh, with that in mind, uh, that's all the time we've got for this week. Uh, appreciate you guys listening this week, and if you uh, didn't catch the episode earlier in the week, uh, episode 13 with Mike Biting, check that out too. That's good stuff. We will be back next week with two more shores for you. Uh, stay inspired, have a safe weekend, and thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of our show. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher. In order to get all of the information and resources from this podcast, visit intentionallyinspirational.com and check out the must-read show notes for this episode. See you next time.